everybody. Welcome into your weekly sports breakdown. I am Jackson, co-hosting alongside Asher, and um, today's agenda is going to be pretty fun. So, first up, we have um, a recap of NBA All-Star Weekend, um, which was last night, and uh, then we have a mock draft of the most dominant teams um, like over the span of a single season ever, right? So this is any sport, just which teams just completely dominated and outplayed and just, um, you know, trampled their competition. And we're going to be doing a mock draft um, for each of us of the top eight teams. Yeah, so we're each going to select four. Just think like the opposite of the New York Jets in a given year. Nice. Okay, so that pretty much sums it up. Uh, yeah, thank you. So, anyways, um, a quick note. We're sorry we haven't uploaded in, um, in about a week, but... We are going to be back on track, uploading um, every every Saturday night and Tuesday morning. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We changed it up a little bit, but yeah. Because of some scheduling conflicts, our agents and the record company, um, yeah. you know, they wanted to slide. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, should we just get right into it? Yeah. Also yeah. Play? Okay, so okay. Um, let's start with the most boring first. The skills challenge. Skills yeah. Challenge. <laughs> so, yeah. DeMontis Sabonis won, and uh, the yeah. fact that he won just proves how much everybody isn't trying. Cause and also the fact that he beat Nikola Vucevic in the, final. in the finals in a very, um, in a very bad three-point. Because, you know, with the skills challenge, you have to dribble through some cones, pass it, into like a tire thing. A circle yeah. and then make a layup into a tire, make a layup, and then run out of the court and hit a three. In the nineteen seventies, maybe this is a tough challenge, but now it's just like a yeah. joke and it's about speed. And um anyways, it was a very uneventful finale, right? When they're both trying to shoot the three, they both missed like five times until Sabonis hit yeah. three. But as a um as a person who is who um has Demantis Sabonis in his fantasy basketball lineup, I was kind of proud to see that he won. <laughs> although I don't know why, but he's been carrying my fantasy team. Nice this year. Yes, he's actually been. He's actually been very good. Anyways, um, yeah. So Sabonis won. That's the skills challenge. Um, next, we have we had the three point contest, which you know Clay Thompson's injured, so Stephen Curry won. Yeah, well, that was um, that was right? pretty interesting. Mike Conley was did very well as well. Um, but yeah, you know Steph Curry. Nobody can beat that guy. Um, second round, he he was off to a little bit of a tough start, but he finished off well. Um, and yeah, he got thirty-one out of a possible forty points. Um, so yeah, Very yeah, good. did pretty well. Although yeah. th- there was this video that I saw recently where Steph Curry made like a hundred five corner threes in a row. So you know <laughs> he oh, can yeah, do a lot I saw, better. I saw a video. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Although most most NBA players, when they're not in a game, when they're just in practice with no uh, defenders, just to their own. Oh team, yeah, they, they don't miss. They can they can get a lot. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't they don't miss their mid range. They're, they're like they're like, uh, they're like like ninety nine out of a hundred. Um, from three, they're probably like maybe. Oh, oh no no no, they're really really good. For three, for yeah, from three, for three like, they're like even if you think Joe Harris, probably like 80, 80 No no, probably like ninety. Wow. Okay, well, you heard it here yeah. first. Um, Jackson believes Joe Harris can shoot 90. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's top down at 85. Joe Harris, if you're listening to this, 
Um, response Actually, the average could do about minutes. 70. Average player can do about 70 from three. Which is yeah. impressive given that it's, um, you know, 23 feet away. Three. The basket. But, exactly. like, yeah, their mid-range shot is just something yeah. else. Speaking about uh, baskets, although that's not a really good segue, but the dunk contest. Yeah. Um, was, you know, there was very little hype for the dunk contest, considering they chose three... Um, is Anthony Simmons Simons? a rookie? Si- sorry, Simon. Is he a? Um, I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, considering they chose three bench warmer rookies. Yeah, I know, but these guys put on uh, a real show. I think they so. Cash has started off with not just a regular through the legs dunk, which he's been doing since eighth grade. By the way, um, I saw this crazy yeah. video of him doing it in eighth grade. But um, but anyway, he started off by doing he pumped up right. And then he he switched yeah. um the positioning of his legs right like like um mm-hmm. like I don't know but he switched the positioning of his legs and then he put it through his legs yeah. and finished with the left hand reverse dunk which is cool but you you have high expectations for the dunk contest right so we got a forty four for that then I think he should have gotten probably a 46, 47. I would have given him maybe 47. but then Obi Toppin came in with the best dunk that of was, the night yeah, that was one of the best movie. I've ever seen in that NBA dunk contest where. He went up, and in the air, he threw it behind, um, like, he threw it through his legs, right? I wouldn't say it was in the air, it was kind of like when he was... Yeah, 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 but basically, so, he threw it behind his legs, but I, I I wouldn't just say between his legs, but it wasn't, like, a regular between the legs, it was, like, an in and out between the legs, where he, it started out in his right hand, and it ended up in his right hand, and then he poked it up and reverse dunked it. Yeah. That is crazy, I have seen... They're, um, you know, they're professional dunkers who, they, they, all they do is dunk. You know, that's all they, they train for. And they're really good. Um, and people are like, oh, you know, they're, they're better than any NBA guys. But I've seen a, arguably the best professional dunker in the world take, like, 10 tries to do that same dunk. And Obi Toppin just did it Although, easily, slammed it down in the um, first try. It was crazy. You know, Obi Toppin probably practiced that dunk 20, 30 times. Gotten, you know, oh, yeah, 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 but sort of those professional dunkers, you know, like, they spend all day yeah. dunking, so. Well, he is a professional, his job is to put a ball in a basket, and dunking is a way to do that. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 but you, they, 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 these guys train only for jumping, they have, like, no shot, no skill, whatever, they, they like, I've seen yeah. them in pickup games, like, like they, they, they're really not that good, but they, they, yeah, yeah. well, whatever. But, anyways... Uh, the what the guy we haven't talked about, Anthony Simons, he won. Um, that that one where he tried to like kiss the rim, and then go in. He just completely bailed. I know, I know. It was really funny. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he, yeah, he realized he wasn't was high enough. But I will say this for those of you who are tuning in, Anthony Simons is six three. His head was three inches above the rim. That puts him at a forty eight inch vertical, which means he has. He also did that one. He also did that one where he grabbed it from the yeah. So he that. has that cool. the highest vertical in NBA history. The only one that that could be debated is Michael Jordan's. Well, there are two. Will Chamberlain's reported vertical of fifty inches, but nobody has any proof of that. It's, it's not true. Like I've seen videos on this. He didn't have a fifty inch vertical. He had a forty okay. inch vertical probably. And then Michael Jordan. People say he had a forty inch vertical, but I've never seen a clip. And like trust me, I've looked this up. Like Michael Jordan highest jumps, all that. I've never seen a clip where his head has exceeded the rim, right? And he's 6'6". So mm-hmm. he probably had more like a 42-inch vertical. Highest recorded vertical in the NBA combine is 46 inches. Um, and Anthony Simons just showed us he has a 48-inch vertical. So that was really crazy Although for me exactly, to see. 
that was also a rough calculation by you. So I don't know. It, it remains to be seen. Yeah, but he's it's definitely about forty five because he had to get his head at the rim, you know. Yeah. And he's six three. So. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so that was the dunk contest. The main event, the All Star. Well, well, well. We didn't talk um, about all the dunks, but whatever. Yeah, that's a, that's oh. a rough summary of it. The rest of the dunks were kind yeah, of yeah, underwhelming. Yeah. Not yeah, kind mm-hmm. of underwhelming. Anyway, we have some stuff to get to, but in the game, uh, Team LeBron, they won because Durant was out and LeBron chose the better team. He had Jokic, he had Donkic, he had Curry, he had Giannis, he had himself. It was, you know, he had no Jazz players, which is why he won. Um, but That's what I mean to the was, Jazz. It was, but by the way, they yeah, were, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell were picked last just only because... Like, they, they, you know, they're the best team in the league right now, and they were trying to send a message, Kevin Durant and LeBron, like, we're not scared of you, you know? But, whatever. Maybe. Although, maybe just Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell were. Oh, but, I, I mean, they have to be better than, like, so. somebody like, I don't know, Sabonis. like, Chris Paul. Well, but they're friends with them. Yeah, he has to be, they have to be better than somebody like Sabonis if they're carrying their team to the top record yeah. in the league. Anyways... Yeah, but it's all, like, role players. Anyways, um, Team LeBron won. It was kind of hilarious to see Damian Lillard and Stephen Curry just shoot from uh, half court and look towards the bench and all that stuff. Right? Yeah. Did you see the Steph Curry quarter three where he just turned to the bench, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. They can really shoot from deep. That's, that's what happens when you shoot 10,000 quarter shots a day, right? You get pretty good at it. I don't know if he shoots 10,000 quarter shots a day, but, yeah, he shoots a lot, practices a lot. Yeah. Also, his dad was the best three-point shooter in uh, – in, in his time, so it's pretty talented as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, is that it for all? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. By the way, team. Yeah, okay. team LeBron just destroyed. Um. Yeah, they won by twenty. It was you know no one really tries any All Star game. It's all about dunks and three. Yeah. Like that. But it, it was yeah. I don't know. It's something fun to watch or just the highlights. Yeah. Um. But anyways, other news from around the NBA recently. Um, Blake Griffin is now a Brooklyn Nets. Wow, they're really just so, loading up on it, on talent. Yeah, like he's gonna be he's gonna be in the second. You know, he's kind of lost. Yeah, I know, but he he could still be a decent like rim protector. He could kind of be like what yeah. they lost in Jarrett Allen. Jarrett Allen, by the way. Um, I'm not gonna do this editing to pull the clip of when you said that Jarrett Allen is a terrible player. Uh, when we were going over the trade, the Harden trade. But Jared Allen is aver- is like averaging a double double. He's very very good. Averaging a double double in the NBA is not the same. Like now is not the same as what it was even ten years ago. But whatever. He's okay. I'm just saying he's like he's a quality starter. Yeah 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 yeah. But he's not he's not like he's he's okay. Yeah he's pretty good. Okay, enough about Jared Allen. Um, I think it's time to get to our third ever mock draft. Right? We did the one. We did one about creating a NFL team from like. The oh, yeah, that was so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks. Um, I believe I came up. With yeah. That nice. <laughs> nice one. Um, and then we did a we did another one, I believe. I'm blanking on it, but we did a we did do another. Yeah, we did a we did a mock like a pre NBA mock draft. Oh yeah, the yeah we drafted a team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which I won. And you still... No, I won that. But, okay, maybe we can look back now. Okay, whatever. Um, anyways, uh, as Jackson said at the intro, we are doing a mock draft of the most dominant sports seasons in history. So, we are going to do two rounds. Um, it's just going to go me, or 
Jackson, do you want to have the first pick, or do I have the first pick? Uh, I'll take the first pick. <laughs> okay, so Jackson's going to have a pick, then I'll have two picks, then you have two picks, then I, because it's a snake draft. Okay, sure. Okay. So, Jackson, who is your first, or what, or what is your first pick okay. for this draft? Most dominant sports seasons in history. Okay. My first pick is the 1995-96 to 96 Chicago Bulls. This team had yep. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and I, I always think Dennis Rodman's a little overrated, but, you know, all-star at the time. He's a, you know, he's he's an old-time version of DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, kind of, except he couldn't score, really. But like, Dwight Howard. No, 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 Dwight Howard's much better. Well, wait, maybe what Dwight Howard is now, but not Dwight Howard in his prime. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say Dwight Howard. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But anyway, so he's, he's overrated. But still, when you have Michael Jordan and, you know, Scottie Pippen on the same team, they had that for six years, or over six years, obviously. Um, They won championships with that for six years. But, you know, this is just a crazy team. They also had the best um player, um overseas player in the league at that point, which is Tony Kukoc. Kukoc, I don't really know how to say it, but um, he was really good too. So you know that was just an overwhelming team. They won seventy-two games, second most in NBA history. But they they ended up winning the championship, unlike the two thousand sixteen Warriors. So um, they get the uh the upside here, and you know um, literally their backcourt was probably the best backcourt offensively in NBA history, and also the best backcourt, and this is undebatable. The best backcourt defensively in NBA history, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, they they're just really really good, and this is just Michael Jordan and um, Scotty Pippen that tandem at their best. So yeah, I'm picking them. Okay, so um, I do have one pick. So that's I'm I'm gonna say that's pretty much the first pick they have. Yeah. Um, 72 and 10, second best ever. They actually, they won the final, they won the final. Yeah. They had best player, two great, great all-stars. Um, now I do have a pick that counts as a season and I, but I don't think you're going to choose it. So this is where like the politics, air quotes, of the drafting comes. I don't think you're going to choose this, this, uh, season. So I'll go first with my first pick. I will choose the 72 Dolphins. Oh, okay. The yes, that's a very good one. Undefeated, only undefeated NFL team in history, still to this day. They went undefeated. They won the Super Bowl. Um, so Beat the Redskins, yeah, the then Redskins, at the Super Bowl, which is very sad. Yeah. Fourteen to seven, okay. I believe. But it was like it was yes. much a much worse game than the game sh- than the score showed. But whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, with my second pick. I'm going to choose a team that um, they weren't, you know, you have to look at the season as a whole. And the 2015 to 2016 Warriors went 73 and 9, and they beat the Bulls out um, for the best indivi- best uh, regular season. In only, te- only NBA team to ever um, only lose uh, in, du- in the single digits for games. Yes, and they um, didn't win the NBA Finals, which is the mark of the best team in the league. 
that year, which was the Cavs, because the Cavs won the finals. So, if the Warriors weren't even, by definition, the best team in that year, in the league, there's no way that they can qualify, right? So, I am actually not going to choose the 2015 to 2016 Warriors. I will choose the 2016 to 2017 Warriors, who, um, I'm not sure of their exact record. I believe they won in the 60s for the games, for, which is still pretty impressive. Um, but then they won where it counted. They posted a 16-1 and postseason record, which is still to this day the best postseason record ever. And that's just going to solidify it for me as the second pick. I think behind the Bulls, that's the most dominant basketball season. Okay. So, yeah, 16-1 postseason, 2016-2017 Warriors. Okay. Um, wow, this is a really good team. But, uh... Now, with my second pick, I'm going to have to go with the 1927 New York Yankees. Uh, yep. Yeah, so this team um, featured both Babe Ruth and uh, Lou Gehrig, you know, two of the uh, um, most, well, one of them who's, it's very close between him and Michael Jordan, but one of the two most known professional athletes of all time, um, which is Babe Ruth. And then, but the interesting part is that season, Lou Gehrig actually beat out Babe Ruth for the American League um, MVP. So, you know, that's just like an interesting yeah. little tidbit. He was a home run hitter and um, just like had a really good batting average. Um, so, you know, this is just like an incredible team. It's like, this is this is a team, um, they called, uh, they were called uh, Murderer's Row. I don't really know why, but basically they were every single time they stepped into the plate, they were a huge, huge threat to hit a home run, probably more so than any other team um, in history. Ergo, the murderers run nickname, right? Because you murder the pitcher by throwing the by hitting the home run. Okay, sure. Right. Um. Okay. But um. <laughs> but yeah, like this is just like a really, really good team. Um. And yeah. Yep. I had them on my list. Uh-huh. Okay, so Jackson, you have uh, you have your third pick, and then I have my last two picks, and then you have one. Pick. Okay, cool. Okay, so you're. Oh up. yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is a tough one. Yeah. Debating between a couple have, of teams right now, right now. Okay, so I have two more, two left, and then there's a teardrop for me. So I really hope that you're not going to choose. Uh, any of the two that I that I have right now. Alright. But I don't believe you will. Well, for this one, I think that I am, uh, yeah, I think I'm probably gonna have to take the, uh, 1985 Chicago Bears. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. So, I, I was, <laughs> Oh, sorry. I, I had them. They were my third pick. Not not in the two that I wanted, but they were the one I was Okay, yeah, pick. yeah. So, they had Walter Payton, you know, one of the best running backs of all time. Um, Jim McMahon. It wasn't, like, a remarkable quarterback, but he had a really great year that season. Um, and they also had Mike Singletary, one of the best linebackers of all time, you know, could single-handedly uh, change a game. And 
they really just were a very, um, a very, like, well-organized team, you know? Like, they might not have had the most firepower, though they definitely did have their share of stars, but they just played really, really well together. Um, so, this is the team that, um, is arguably the best NFL team ever. Um, very close with the Dolphins. I'll probably give the Dolphins the edge, but it's pretty close. Um, yeah. they were went 18-1. Maybe, maybe the maybe the 2007 New England Patriots. Yeah. That almost... They just lost to the Giants. True. Game. Yeah, but they won the, this this team won the Super Bowl. So yeah, that's hence why I didn't choose the uh, the Warriors from. Yeah, exactly. So they went eighteen and one, only lost one game, and um, yeah, they. This is a crazy stat. They only allowed ten total points in three games, and they scored ninety one points um, themselves. You know, so definitely. A very, very good offensive team coupled with an uh, incredible defensive team um, enable them to be really, really good. Okay, so I okay, so that was that's a solid pick, the eighty-five Bears. Now I have two more picks that I have, um, and I I know what I'm gonna I know what I'm gonna do. Here's a little intro. Um, I do have an NFL team. I took the Dolphins. I do have an NBA team. I took the, the 2016 Warriors. Um, I don't have a baseball team. Okay. And, Jackson, you took the 27 Yankees. Um, I'm going to take the 98 Yankees. Okay, yeah. They, um, you know, they posted a 125-50 and 50 record. So, uh, clearly the playoffs, that is the, the most wins in a season in league history. Um... You know, it was quite the most wins ever, which is pretty self-explanatory. And they won, and they had Derek Jeter and Mario, uh, Mariano Rivera. Um, they have, you know, just mind-boggling stats. I, I'm not going to say too much about baseball, but, you know, that's my baseball, um, baseball team, the 98 Yankees. And I have one more pick. Okay. And... So, I have an NFL team, an NBA team, and an MLB team. There was no, uh, whatever you want to call it, soccer team that jumped out to me. Um, no hockey team that jumped out to me. Um, so, I'm going to go with the wild card here. In horse racing, there is a season for the best of the best. And that is the Triple Crown season. Um, it's a series of three races. And only the best, you know, there, it's a whole season, like, get into the Triple Crown. And it's the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness and then the Belmont Stakes. So there's a mid-range thing and then a, a sprint and then a long distance. And um, there aren't very many uh, Triple Crown winners in history. In fact, there are, since um, 1978, there have only been two. Wow. To win the triple crown, right? So, you you know the horse has to be great for sprinting, and great for long distance, and usually they're bred for one of them. One yeah. Two. So triple crown is very. That's if, imagine imagine now, if Usain Bolt was also the best marathon runner in the world. Then that's yeah. Exactly. Yes. So, here's where I'm going with this. Um, there is one horse that to this day holds the record for all three races. The number one time ever for all three.
three races. And that would Secretariat, be yeah. Secretariat, yes. The 1973 Triple Crown winner, um, who, you know, still holds the record for every everything. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the fastest Kentucky Derby, the fastest Preakness, and the fastest Belmont. Um, Secretariat won the Belmont Stakes, which, um, you know, because usually if you don't win the Kentucky Derby and you're in the running, kind of, you don't want to go into the... You just want to win the Belmont Stakes so that there can't be a Triple Crown yeah. winner, pretty much. So, um, you that's why it's really hard to win the Triple Crown. But Secretariat won the Belmont Stakes. The next horse was 31 horse lengths behind Secretariat. And is that the sprint, right? Is Belmont the sprint? No, uh, well, Belmont is, the, is like the marathon uh, one. But still, in the Belmont, usually you get like... Between first and second, it's usually two to three lengths. Yeah. That separates the horses. You know, a lot of horse races are just like a nose or a... Yeah, know. yeah. Yeah, so no... Yeah, that was my first pick, actually, overall, above the Bulls, but you, I didn't think you were going to choose. Yeah, so you so can, yeah. I waited till the end. That was my Fair enough. Uh, secretariat. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Jackson, last pick. Okay. You know what? I'm going to go with this one because I think it's a great story, too. Um, okay. I'm going to go with the 1971-72 to 72 Lakers. And this team okay. won 33 straight games, which means that for over a third of the season, they didn't lose at all, which is crazy because, like, even if they just lost, like, like um, if we're being generous and they lost one um, game per, you know, third of the season, then they still lost... Just a third as many games as the Warriors did, and they have the best record of all time. So, this team was absolutely crazy. Um, but here's the most interesting part. So, basically, Will Chamberlain yeah. came to Los Angeles to compliment Jerry West and Elgin Baylor, right? Um, and it was it was gonna, supposed to be the new super team, but they didn't really win. Then, in this season, nine games into the season. Elgin Baylor retires, and at that point, their, their record wasn't very good. It was like, uh, I think it was like six and three or five and four or something like that, right? So it wasn't that crazy. So Elgin Baylor, he's he's getting really old. He has a ton of knee issues, and the coach Bill Sharman, who coincidentally was actually a former Celtic, which is interesting, he was like, you know what, Elgin, you're getting older. Um, there's this guy named I think Jim. Um. I think it was, like, Jim McMillian or something like that. Um, okay. It's like, there's, there's this rookie who I think is really good, and I'm going to have to bench you, right? Elgin Baylor says, okay, well, I'm not going to play anymore then, right? And it wasn't, like, out of, like he wasn't yeah. mad or anything. He was just like, you know what? I'm off the top of my game. I've had knee issues, like, that have plagued me for so long. I, I, just, I just don't want to do this anymore, you know? So he retires. The first game after his retirement is when their 33-game streak started. Crazy, right? You would have thought yeah. that, like, that it would have had the opposite effect. But, you know, Elgin Baylor was getting old. He was starting. He shouldn't have been. Then they took, I guess, what became the weak link, what was once one of the best... Who was once? I, I'm not saying, sure why I'm saying what. I think it's because yeah. I, when I said, like, what is the weak link. Um, But who was one of the best, uh, like players in the league by far, right? 
um, mm-hmm. to removing him, and that's what started the streak, so it's really interesting. Um, this is also a year where Gail Goodrich, who doesn't really get a lot of attention, but he was just, like, uh, kind of like a Jerry West, but, like, not, not as good. Jerry West is already on the okay, Well, kind of like Jerry West, but, like, a, yeah. like, like, littler, I guess. But whatever. Mm-hmm. So, he, didn't he lead the league? Didn't he lead uh, the Lakers in scoring? I think he may have. Yeah. So he he had a breakout season. Yeah, I'm looking. At, yeah, possibly due to having more touches, but yeah, they ended up winning uh, 69 regular games, and um, that was a record that uh, stood for 24 years in itself. So that in itself was very impressive at the time, and um, they ended up winning the championship. So. That was crazy. Um, it's also kind of sad because Elgin Baylor, if he had just stayed on this team, would have won a championship. And technically, he did win a championship because technically he was on the roster early in the season, but nobody really cast yeah. this one. So, kind of sad, but um, yeah, just a really great story, I think. And I think they're a very good team as well. Yeah. Wow. So, I just have one stat to note. Um, now, you, you know, um, this year... Who plays the most minutes per game in the in the what's, league? What's my like, guess? Yeah, what's your guess? Uh, minutes per game. Maybe like James Harden plays thirty six. No, not James Harden because he's on the Nets. Oh, probably know, my guess would be like Julius Randle. Okay, so um, hold on. I'm looking up minutes per game. Um, okay, so I mean. Um, okay, James Harden plays 30, 38 minutes a game, which is, like, oh, this okay. week. Um, Never mind that. Anyways, Will Chamberlain led the league that year with 42.3 minutes a game, which is insane in itself, because especially for a center like Wilt, right, to run down the floor 42 minutes a game out of 48. That's not even the craziest thing. So there are 48 minutes it's in a fast. basketball game, right? Let me just say this. Yeah. There are 48 minutes in a basketball game for one entire season – Will averaged 48.5 minutes per game due to overtime. He literally played wow. almost every single minute that season. He averaged more minutes per game than there were minutes in a game. So, that's just absolutely wow. crazy. Will played a lot. Okay. Yeah, well, anyway, I was gonna... Okay. Well, that kind of takes away my stat of Will, Will playing 47 minutes a game. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was old know. at that anyways. time, so... Yeah, but still, I mean, it's still kind of... Yeah, definitely. Um, anyways, okay, nice pick. Um, yeah, so, to recap, I took the, um, 2016 Warriors, the 2007, or 1972 Dolphins, the 1998 Yankees, and the, uh, 1973 Triple Crown Secretariat season. Jackson took the 1995 Bulls. 96 Bulls, the, yeah. Oh, no, mm-hmm. sorry, 95-96 Bulls, the, um, 85 Bears, the 19... 19- uh, 27 Yankees and then the 71 72. Yes, um, yes, if you want to, uh, I guess go over to Instagram at weekly underscore sports underscore breakdown. Um, you can tell us who you think had a better, um, you know, who you think had a better me. Team. Um, of course, I don't know if you just want to go on oh. the podcast, <laughs> you can you can leave a review, you can comment who you think won. Um, although I think here's how we'll do it. If you think I won, put five stars down in the review in the review section. If you think Jackson won, put
put down five stars in the review section. So that way, we can just assume that I won, and we get the five stars. It's a win-win situation. Nice. Right? I don't know. Anyways, just comment. One more won. thing. Yeah, um, two. Yeah. This is another team that was maybe the most talented team in NBA, um, in uh, history. The 1988 San Francisco 49ers had Joe Montana, arguably the best player of all time. Jerry Rice, Rice. also arguably the best player of all time. And Ronnie Lott, also arguably the best player of all time. And Steve Young sitting on the bench, who is, depending on who you ask, maybe a top 10 quarterback of all time. So, absolutely crazy. Okay. Um, Yeah, the 2007 Patriots are an honorable mention for me. You know, they almost went undefeated. They had... Uh, Brady, they had Randy Moss, they had Wes Welker, they had a great yeah, offensive crazy. line as they always did. Tight ends, defense, Bill Belichick, Eli Manning is their kryptonite. Yeah, I was going to choose them, but then they, but they didn't win the Super Bowl. So, yeah, so anyways, that is our podcast for today. Um, as I said, make sure to leave a review, comment, uh, subscribe, all this stuff, listen to our other ones, our True Truths and a Lie segments. Um... The critically acclaimed Truth, Truths, and a Lie segments. Sorry. Um, and then, also, a quick note. Uh, new schedule. Um, Wait, I think we already said this. Every Tuesdays. Oh, okay, I'm just reminding right. Tuesdays and Saturdays, um, you get a new episode of your weekly sports breakdown. Jackson, any closing remarks? No. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you for listening, and please tune in next time. This has been your weekly sports breakdown. Bye. Bye. Asher here. Just wanted to say a couple things. First of all, congrats. You made it to the end of our show. We know it's kind of tough to sit through it. So if you're listening to this, thank you. Um, Also, I know it's kind of sad that we're done with the show. But if you want to listen to more of our content, please check out the other episodes we have on Apple Podcasts. Additionally, head on over to Instagram. Type in at weekly underscore sports underscore breakdown. That's weekly underscore sports underscore breakdown to see little snippets of our podcast and a new notification whenever we upload a new podcast. Lastly, please make sure to leave a review down below and don't be afraid to give us comments on how we can improve our show. Until next time, this has been your weekly sports breakdown. Goodbye.